Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wasatch Weekly. My name is Lucas Muller, and it's Monday, February 27th. If you've subscribed to this feed for a while, you'll remember this podcast as Soapbox Standup. Uh, as you may know, Vox basically killed uh, SB Nation soccer sites like RSL Soapbox, so we took the Soapbox staff started a new uh, news website called Wasatch Soccer Sentinel, and this is basically our rebranded version of Soapbox Standup. The goal remains the same, to bring you all the major news around RSL, the Monarchs, and U- Utah Royals. Uh, and the format is going to be about the same. Uh, we want to recap games for our RSL and the Monarchs, uh, and of course later the Royals when they're back. Go over any major news around the club or the league that would uh, have an impact on RSL fans or Monarchs fans or Royals fans. Uh, and then we'll preview upcoming games. So should be pretty simple. The goal is to have each episode out on Mondays uh, and should be about 10 minutes in length, give or take. Uh, and it will largely be the same crew as last year. Uh, I know it'll be myself, Miles, and Joseph again. We've got uh, feelers and offer letters out to a few others. Um, but should be largely the same crew you're used to in here. With that said, um, before we even jump into the actual game that happened on Saturday, I want to do a quick rundown of uh, RSL's offseason and preseason this year. RSL lost a number of players, Sergio Cordova being uh, one key guy. His loan spell ended, um, and he did not return to RSL. I know that had been a possibility for a while, but did not work out in the end. Uh uh, goalkeeper Jeff Deusnup, who was like an academy kid who played mostly with the Monarchs, uh, quit soccer to pursue music, which is honestly pretty cool. Aaron Herrera was traded to uh, Montreal Impact um, for some Garber bucks. No one seems really happy about that, um, but it is what it is. Bobby Wood, uh, I don't believe, was renewed or his, his contract wasn't picked up. He went to New England Revolution. Uh, Taters, Tate Schmidt, uh, ended up training early on with the, the Seattle Sounders, but now is in, uh, Houston, uh, playing alongside former RSL, uh, rookie of the year, Corey Baird at the Dynamo. Uh, Chris Garcia went to El Paso locomotive of the USL championship and Nick Beasler and Johan Kappelhoff both just don't seem to have been. Uh, picked up again and I don't believe they've landed anywhere yet for incoming players it's been pretty exciting Colombian winger Andreas Gomez was signed for a record uh, club record transfer fee uh, and then in the draft RSL picked up French forward Bertine Jockinson and American forward Elijah Paul Paul had spent some time with the academy um, but wasn't wasn't there long enough to be considered a homegrown uh, and was a G- Generation Adidas player. Uh, and then homegrowns uh, Delance Pierre and Luis Rivera both signed first-team contracts. Those are probably guys we'll largely see with the Monarchs. Uh, the club's latest signing is also another exciting uh, Colombian. He's a defender. His name is Brian Vera. Another Brian uh, or variation of Brian B-R-A-Y-A-N. Uh, he's largely played as a left back in his career, um, but can also play center back. It sounds like the club may be looking at him as more as a option at center back. Um, but who knows? Uh, it seems like he's a talented young uh, defender and sh- should be an asset for the club overall. 
my opinion is those signings go a long way. Um, the real hole that's left in the field is center forward. Uh, if they can sign someone there before the transfer window closes, way out on April 24th, then it'll be a pretty strong squad. Um, Danny Musovsky and Rubio Rabin both struggled with injury last season, and um, uh, Rubio looked pretty dang good in preseason. I tried to get out to as many uh, preseason practices as I could, and he felt like a different player than who we were seeing with RSL last season. Um, of course, uh, uh, Elijah Paul, also a, a f- uh, center forward, um, talented, ambitious young guy. Um, we'll see what he can bring coming out of college. And then also Anderson Julio plays forward as well. So there are options, but uh, another DP at center forward would be fantastic to really strengthen the squad. Over the course of the preseason, RSL played five official friendlies. The first, they beat LAFC 2-0, which is pretty massive considering LAFC won both the Supporters' Shield and the uh, MLS Cup last season. They then uh, tied uh, 2-2 with Sporting Kansas City, tied with Sacramento Republic 1-1. Then they beat El Paso Locomotive 5-0 and finished preseason with a 3-0 win over the Chicago Fire. Um, unfortunately, none of those games were televised or streamed, so they don't give us a lot to assess. Um, good results, uh, three wins and two draws is definitely, uh, not a bad way to start, uh, preseason or to, to go into the new season rather. Um, there were a few scrimmages, including an intra squad scrimmage, um, which I was able to see that because that was done in Harriman. Um, but it's hard to it's hard to really get much out of an interest squad scrimmage. Um, it was very early on in preseason, so not a ton to glean there. I think the hope is that Apple uh, TV, with their new broadcast deal, does help provide some some coverage of preseason games going into next season. Nothing is official, nothing is even really rumored, but that would be kind of the hope because. It seemed to be a pretty big fan frustration this year to not get any looks at the team going into the season when that used to be a pretty regular part of preseason. Uh, the only other real major piece of offseason news is that uh, Real released a new kit, the Beehive kit. It's sort of a champagne gold. Uh, it's got some really nice kind of uh, beehive texture that's really subtle throughout, some blue and red trim. Uh, and it's one that I personally really like. Uh, it kind of harkens back to the Victory Gold jersey of 2010-2011, uh, but definitely is, is fun to see RSL in a color that's not just red or white. Uh, so definitely exciting to see them in something new. All right, that's all I wanted to say about preseason. Uh, let's talk about RSL's first game of the season, a 2-1 win over the Vancouver Whitecaps at BC Place. RSL historically have really struggled there, so that is a very good result to open the season. Um, that being said, RSL were bad in the first half. They only had one shot and goal, which actually might have been early in the second half. I forgot to check uh, stats before then. Uh, so the first time I looked at the stats uh, was about the 55th minute, and at that point they only had one shot on goal, which is not good. But they ended the night with seven shots of goal, which is the same as Vancouver. So that second half, they really strengthened. Uh, but they came back from being down. The first goal came from a Vancouver corner in the 24th minute. Julian Gressel served in um, a ball. And uh, 
an unmarked uh, uh, Javin Brown. Javin, I'm not totally sure how to pronounce his first name. Uh, Brown got over Justin Glad. Uh, after the game, Glad said he was one of his worst nights of play, which is funny because he would go on to get the next goal. But, um, yeah, Arsenal kind of struggled in that first half. Um, they came out looking stronger in the second and went on to level in the 77th minute, excuse me, 70th minute. Um, there was a set piece and a uh, ball kind of rattled around. Ings up with uh, uh, Chang and he sends it into the box. And Justin Glad, it's basically past everyone. And Justin Glad is just able to stretch out his foot to get a toe poke on it. And, and it goes in. Um, Glad said that his goal for this season was to score more, more goals. I think maybe five. So he, at least for a minute, was uh, up at the top for... For RSL, um, that would change when just a few minutes later in the 73rd minute, a quick buildup and some really impressive work from Jefferson Savarino saw Savaya find Demir Krylock in the box and uh, Dami was able to shoot and get past uh, Vancouver Whitecaps keeper, who had a good night, actually. I thought he played quite well. Uh, he's new to Vancouver. Um, but yeah, that put up RSL 2-1 over the Whitecaps. The last 10 minutes or so of the game felt like it was just wave after wave of Whitecaps attack. Uh, RSL, though, were able to weather that storm and see out the win. Again, a massive result. A 2-1 win on the road at BC Place. It's a good way to start the year. Um, after the game, RSL, or excuse me, uh, MLS Communications sent out this fun stat. Uh, so I'll, I'll read it here. With their 2-1 win tonight, Real Salt Lake have gone on an MLS record 14 season opening match, uh, 14 season opening matches without a defeat, 2010 through 2023. Of those 14 contests, 13 of them have been away from home. That's a really impressive record. Uh, certainly uh, makes you realize how often RSL is away from home for uh, the, the season opener, but that is largely due to pretty bad weather conditions in Utah uh, in February and March. Uh, I know groundskeeper Dan Farns had made some comment about the pitch is currently under a significant amount of snow, so it would have not been ideal to play a game there this early in the season. Uh, as of yet, uh, no no news on Monarchs. They, are, they have started preseason. Um, I don't believe we have really any U MLS Next Pro schedules out yet. Um, but they have not kicked off their season as of now. Real's next game will be away to Seattle. The Sounders beat the Colorado Rapids 4-0 on Sunday. Uh, goals coming from Christian Roldan, Heber, and two from Jordan Morris, uh, who was looking very good at this early stage in the season. So RSL will be at uh, CenturyLink Field, it, I think it's called now. I should know that. Um, but they will be away to Seattle uh, on Saturday, March the 4th. That game kicks off at 8.30 p.m. and is, of course, will be broadcast on Apple TV. All right, that's all the news for this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.